And even then, who says you need to make money doing what you love? Since when does everyone feel entitled to love every freaking second of their job? Really? What is so wrong with working in an okay, normal job with some cool people you like and then pursuing your passion in your free time on the side? party people happy monday and welcome back to just doing life with me your favorite host might sound a little nasally right now getting over a cold no it's not covid got tested negativo anyways hi everyone hope you're having a fantastic morning or evening whatever time it is for you um you know i have to be completely honest i was going to not actually record this and leave you guys hanging and then you know I realized that's so awful of me and I apologize for even letting that happen but in true transparency I'm a little bit frustrated because I had an interview that I was really excited for last week I reached out to this guy on LinkedIn um he lives in another country so I woke up at the butt crack of dawn and he canceled the first day due to some, like, family things, had to pick up his kid, which totally, totally understand, um, whatever, it was, like, 5.30 or 6 when I got that message, and you know what, it's fine, it, things happen, so we rescheduled for the next day, and I got bailed on, completely bailed, I was sitting on the Zoom screen, staring at myself for 15 minutes, and you know what, I was a little bit ticked, not gonna lie, and to top things off, he unfollowed me on Instagram, too, like, what? Okay. You can't even face it. So that was really frustrating. Sir, if you're listening to this, not going to lie, I'm pretty frustrated. The least you could have do was email me, message me your apologies. I get that things happen. So there's my rant for the day. That's me not taking people's BS, okay? So if someone's doing something that's ticking you off, say it. Even though I guess I could confront him and that would probably be more empowering, but whatever. For now, I'm just going to shout at my computer. Um, Anyways, I hope you guys are having a great week. That being said, I'm going to give you a little personal episode today. Um, I think that what I'm going to do is actually share some famous people's stories because I think that's kind of interesting. But before I jump into that, obviously I have to start off with some self-deprecation because that's just how I roll, right? I make you feel better about your life by showing you that <laughs> there's lots that goes wrong in mine. So here we go. Um, this, I don't know where this came from, but <laughs> I was just looking through my videos. I'm a nostalgic gal. I love going through my old photos and videos. That's just what I do. And one came up from this past um, trip that I had in Arizona. And fun fact, so I have like a like any hot girl, I have major stomach problems, you know, just it's fits, right? (laughs) Well, I traveled and visited some girlfriends and I was having some major stomach issues and I was bloated and whatever. And, you know, it just so happened that one of the nights that we went out, I, I guess, unleashed my stomach issues and was run into the shitter every 15 minutes. Okay. I'm just going to be honest, you know, whatever. It's fine. Well, I got really, really hammered that night. And, you know, sometimes you forget things. And the next morning, actually, it wasn't even the next morning. It was when I got home from the trip. uh, I was going through some pictures, just looking at some old stuff. And I noticed a video that I hadn't played it yet. (laughs) And let me tell you, ladies and gents, this video was not one I was prepared to see. Um, I'm just going to set the stage for you. 
it was selfie video, um, evidently resting on a toilet. You could see that I'm in a stall. And you know what I'm doing in the stall? <laughs> Go ahead, take your guess. I'm plunging the damn toilet. <laughs> that is what I'm doing. I was plunging the freaking toilet at one in the morning in a crusty ass bar. My eyes were like, you know, dead, whatever, dead, lights on, no one's home, that kind of dead. And I'm plunging a damn toilet. Now, you can ask me all you want. Megan, did you clog the toilet? I don't know. I don't know if I was taking the video to be funny because I'm just a comedian and that's what I do. I don't know if I, in fact, like clogged the toilet, but I'm not going to lie. I don't think, like, my stomach, I was not, I mean, actually, I can't, I can't even say. I was going to say that I don't think I, like, <laughs> like, released enough to clog a toilet, but you never know. Maybe it was, like, a triple wiper and I required, like, 50 sheets of toilet paper. I don't know, okay? But regardless, there's now a video of me in a crusty bathroom plunging a toilet. Um... I looked good though still, so that's that's good. Anyways, alright, let's jump into the actual story. I hope you guys enjoyed that self-deprecation uh, moment of the morning. Um, and you can just remind yourself that, I don't know, if you're ever feeling stomach issues, just think, well, it's okay, Meg had to plunge herself out of a toilet jam in, at 1 in the morning. Okay, let's do this. Okay, so I know I said I was going to be sharing some personal story or not personal stories, um, like stories of success of famous people, but it was actually kind of boring, so <laughs> scratch that. Um, I've just been reading a bunch of blog articles, and I came across this one that I really, really like. So I'm going to read it to you guys. It's uh, got a few curse words, so if you're not into that, I'm sorry, but I feel like it really builds a story, so I'm going to use the curse words, okay? Um, so bleep yourself, or like remove your headphones. Wait. That makes no sense. Just don't listen if you're not comfortable with that, okay? All right, here we go. So this is by Mark Manson. He is the author of The Subtle Art of Not Giving a f <laughs> A Beep. Just kidding. Uh, not Giving a Fuck. And so he's got a great blog post here. I think he's got quite a few blogs. Um, you should actually check them out because this one's really good. Here we go. Remember back when you were a kid, you would just do things. You never thought to yourself, what are the relative merits of learning baseball versus football? You just ran around the playground and played baseball and football. You built sandcastles and played tag and asked silly questions and looked for bugs and dug up grass and pretended you were a sewer monster. Nobody told you Nobody told you to do it. You just did it. You were led merely by your curiosity and excitement. And the beautiful thing was, if you hated baseball, you just stopped playing it. There was no guilt involved. There was no arguing or debate. You either liked it or you didn't. And if you loved looking for bugs, you just did that. There was no second level analysis of, well, is looking for bugs really what I should be doing with my time as a child? Nobody else wants to look for bugs. Does that mean there's something wrong with me? How will looking for bugs affect my future prospects? There was no bullshit. If you liked something, you just did it. How do I find my passion? Today I received approximately the 11,504th email this year from a person telling me that they don't know what to do with their life. I think he's talking about me. And like all the others, this person asked me if I had any ideas of what they could do, where they could start, where to find their passion. And of course, I didn't respond. Why? Because I have no fucking clue. If you don't have any idea what to do with yourself, what makes you think some jackass with the website would? I'm a writer, not a fortune teller. But more importantly, what I want to say to this, these people is this. That's the whole point. Not knowing is the whole fucking point. Life is all about not knowing and then doing something anyway. All of life is like this. All of it. And it's not going to get any easier just because you found out you love your job cleaning septic tanks or you scored a dream gig writing indie movies. 
The common complaint among a lot of these people is that they need to find their passion. I call bullshit. You already read found, found your passion. You're just ignoring it. Seriously, awake, you're awake 16 hours a day. What the fuck do you do with your time? You're doing something, obviously. You're talking about something. There's some topic or activity or idea that dominates a significant amount of your free time, your conversations, your web browsing, and it dominates them without you consciously pursuing it or looking for it. It's right there in front of you. You're just avoiding it. For whatever reason, you're avoiding it. You're telling yourself, oh, well, yeah, I love comic books, but that doesn't count. You can't make money with comic books. F you. Have you even tried? The problem is not a lack of passion for something. The problem is productivity. The problem is perception. The problem is acceptance. The problem is the, oh, well, that's not just not a realistic option, or mom and dad would kill me if I tried to do that. They should say I should be a doctor. Oh my god, this literally sounds like me. Okay, sorry. Or, that's crazy. You can't buy a BMW with the money you make, you're make doing that. The problem isn't passion. It's never passion. It's priorities. Oh my god, guys, this is so deep. And even then, who says you need to make money doing what you love? Since when does everyone feel entitled to love every freaking second of their job? Really? What is so wrong with working in an okay, normal job with some cool people you like and then pursuing your passion and your free time on the side? Has the world turned upside down or is this suddenly a novel idea to people? Look, here's another slap in the face for you. Every job sucks sometimes. There's no such thing as some passion activity that you will never get tired of, never get stressed over, and never complain about. It doesn't exist. I'm living my dream job, which happened by accident, by the way. I never in a million years planned on this happening, like kid on a playground, and I just went and tried it. And I still hate about 30% of it, some days more. Again, that's just life. The issue here is, once again, expectations. If you think you're supposed to be working 70-hour work weeks and sleeping in your office like Steve Jobs and loving every second of it, you've been watching too many shitty movies. If you think you're supposed to wake up every single day dancing out of your pajamas because you get to go to work, then you've been drinking the Kool-Aid. Life doesn't work like that. It's just unrealistic. There's a thing most of us need called balance. Your passion is right in front of you. I have a friend who, for the last three years, has been trying to build an online business selling whatever. It has been working, and by not working, I mean he's not even launching anything. Despite years of work and saying he's going to do this or that, nothing actually ever gets done. What does get done is when one of his former co-workers comes to him with a design job to create a logo or design some promotional material for an event. Holy shit, he's all over that like flies on fresh cow shit. <laughs> nice. And he does a great job. He stays up to 4am losing himself working on it and loving every second of it. But then two days later, it's back to, man, I just don't know what I'm supposed to do. I meet so many people like him, and he doesn't need to find his passion. His passion already found him. He's just ignoring it. He just refuses to believe it's viable. He's just afraid of giving an honest-to-God try. It's like a nerdy kid walking onto a playground saying, well, bugs are really cool, but NFL players make more money, so I should force myself to play football every day, and then come home complaining that he doesn't like recess. And that's bullshit. Everybody likes recess. The problem is that he's arbitrarily choosing to limit himself based on some bullshitty ideas he got into his head about success and what he's supposed to do. Another email I get all the time is from people wanting advice on how to become a writer, and my answer is the same. I have no freaking clue. As a kid, I would write short stories in my room for fun. As a teenager, I would write music reviews and essays about bands I loved, and then show them to nobody. Once the internet came around, I spent hours upon hours on forums writing multiple-page posts about inane topics, everything from guitar pickups to the causes of the Iraq War. I never considered writing as a potential career. I never even considered it a hobby or passion. To me, the things I wrote about were my passion. Music, politics, philosophy. Writing was something I just did because I felt like I liked it. And when I had to go looking for a career I could fall in love with, I didn't have to look far. In fact, I didn't have to look at all. It chose me in a way. It was already there. Already something I was doing every day since I was a kid without even thinking about it.
Because here's another point that might make few people salty. If you have to look for what you're passionate about, then you're probably not passionate about it at all. If you're passionate about something, it will feel alright. It will already feel like such an ingrained part of your life that you will have to be reminded by people that it's not normal, that other people aren't like that. It didn't occur to me that writing 2,000 word posts on forums was something nobody else considered fun. It never occurred to me, my friend. It never occurred to my friend that designing a logo is something that most people don't find easier fun. To him, it's so natural that he can't even imagine it being otherwise, and that's why it probably was what he really should be doing. A child does not walk onto a playground and say to herself. How do I find fun? She goes and has fun. Ooh, I love that. If you have to look for what you enjoy in life, then you're not going to enjoy anything. And the real truth is that you're already enjoying something. You already enjoy many things. You're just choosing to ignore them. I love that. Anybody else? Did anybody else get chills? Because that was a fantastic post. Good job, Mark Manson. I think you hit the nail on the head. I think this is applicable to so many people, myself included. I'm sitting here thinking, oh my god, Megan, this is you. Um, I, I, I would have to agree that, or disagree that, like, finding your passion isn't reasonable. I think that it's, some people just haven't discovered it yet, and that's okay, but in order to discover it, you just have to try a lot of new things and expand your horizons into new areas, because I don't think it's safe to say that Someone who hasn't been exposed to surfing isn't necessarily passionate about surfing. Like, I live in freaking Bufu Land. No, I don't live in Bufu Land. I live in freaking the Midwest with the closest body of water being a salty lake. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> this is like Michigan salty. Oh my God, that sounded so stupid. Anyways, I live in the middle of sh- like Chicago. I'm not surfing, but who knows? If I went and tried surfing, maybe I was really could discover I'm super passionate about surfing. So I don't necessarily agree that if you are seeking things to find be, be passionate about that you're wrong because I, I do believe that you can. Um, but everything else I think is spot on. If you're passionate about something, you should be excited about it. But that's not to say that when you do find that thing that's passionate, there won't be negatives to it. I think that everyone struggles through things that are challenging within their passion. Um, and I think, I don't know if you guys remember, but Lindsay's, um, podcast, I'm just specifically thinking of Lindsay's episode a couple of weeks, actually it's like months back now, but she was talking about, you know, renovating their, their bus and, or bus into a home and how challenging it can be to go through all that. That's super exciting. She's passionate about travel. That's fantastic. That's not to say that her life looks perfect 24 seven. There still are things that suck about traveling. And I think you can say that for anything that you're passionate about. There's going to be things that suck. That doesn't mean that they're not exciting and they don't make you happy but I do agree that we can't get into this mindset that if there's not something like a little bit of struggle that we have with something we're doing that it's not right for us um and also no one can tell you your passion that is so true like I can't sit here and tell you what to be passionate about I can share stories that might inspire you or make you realize that it's okay if you haven't figured it out yet because some people don't figure it out for the next until they're 73 so uh, I can't actually say that because I haven't interviewed a 73-year-old yet, but maybe next week. <laughs> no, I'm not. Okay. Um, but to get back to it, you can't – I hope you don't, like, think that I'm sitting here trying to give you all this this words of wisdom that you're going to figure it out right here, right now. Remember, the point of this is to remind you that good things take time and things will work out. So you still have to put in your work, and I'm not saying that – it's going to be easy 100% of the time. And once you find your passion, it's going to be all rainbows and sunshine. But 
it's all up to you. What are you excited about? What gets you motivated in the morning? What do you spend all your time watching on YouTube? Like, I know damn well for me, and this is so stupid, I am obsessed with videoing myself, okay? I mean, I freaking video myself when I'm plunging toilets, for God's sake. So, like, that is something I'm excited about. So, hopefully, I figure out a way to, like, make content my long-term plans. I don't know how what that looks like, but I already know that that's stuff that makes me excited. This podcast, I freaking love this podcast. I love connecting with people and I'm turning it into something that I'm super passionate about with this. So don't look to other people. Just start reflecting on yourself. What gets you excited? And again, if you don't feel that way about anything, because I know I've been there, and even now, like I have all these exciting stuff and I think the way my mind works is I'm just constantly looking for what's the next step, which I know I need to work on, but I can't say like, oh, I don't have anything that I'm excited about when I just sit at home and do nothing, right? I need to get out there and go explore things, go talk to new people, find ways to get myself into the environment with new things that can maybe expose some of those things that I'm passionate about. You know, I'm, I'm living in Chicago. I can't say that I'm not passionate about surfing. I've never tried it. So maybe I need a trip to Hawaii. Who knows? There's my little, not even a rant. I hope that got you excited because that got me so excited. This is a fantastic post. I might start doing these little blog readings more often because, ooh, that got me on the right tune for the day. And I hope it did for you too. Um, Okay, well, it's kind of a shorter episode today, but I hope you guys got something from this episode. And I really enjoyed it. So let me know your thoughts. If you ever want to message me about what you're doing, maybe some new hobbies. Guys, I discovered that in my town... There is a racquetball and uh, like a racquetball league and it, wait, no, not racquetball. <laughs> That's the wrong one. Um, what is it? Marco Polo. Uh, polo, right? Polo uh, sport? Wait. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Polo. Okay. So there's a polo team, which is the horseback ball game uh, where they're like on the horses and they hit them with sticks. And I'm so excited because I'm going to go watch it <laughs> in the summer when they open up back up. And well, first of all, if anyone wants to join me, you open invite. But second of all, who knows, maybe I'll discover that my next passion is polo. Like if I could just get my hands on a horse, that'd be fantastic. So yeah. Okay. Anyways, I'm talking really fast. Goodness gracious. If you need to slow this down, please do. I'm sorry. I'm, this is what happens when I talk to myself and I'm by myself sitting here. Anyways. Okay. Happy Monday, people. I hope you have a fantastic day. Grab the bull by them horns. Follow the Instagram. What now, Megan? Click like. Follow the podcast. I hope you get something from this. Share it with your friends. Share it with your grandma. Share it with a 73-year-old who might want to come on. Okay. Love you all. Just do life. (laughs) 